0: Good evening. This is Carrie Fisher. Yes, I know. I'm dead. But you know what? I can appear on a podcast. Right now, I'm watching my mother's film, Singing in the Rain. Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds, and Gene Hagen, that bitch. Yes. Yes. I'm only gonna talk a brief moment because this is the Dr. Zeus podcast. My mother Debbie Reynolds loved singing in the rain or making it because of all the shit she had to do. But in the end she said it paid off and she was still in the business because of Gene Kelly's teachings. Gene Kelly, a bisexual dancer, singer, actor, director. Yes. As the offspring of Debbie Reynolds. I never got to do Singing in the Rain. Could you just imagine the Stormtrooper sequence. Luke, Leia, Han Solo singing Good Morning, Good Morning. How are you? And now, I, Carrie Fisher, turn the show back over to Doctor Zeus. Good evening. This is the Doctor Zeus podcast. You know, I I came home, took a took a nap, and yeah. You know what? Thank you, Carrie, for opening the show. I'm washing, singing in the rain, or as I like to call it, binging in the rain. And today I was thinking about pussy, and I thought, you know, it's okay, people, well, what did you think of it? Oh, it tastes just like chicken, you know? Um, for me as a teenager, though, and I was a really horny teenager, and I remember I would think, okay, how do I get my dick in some nice hole? You know, I was considering a few people and then I thought, oh God, I don't want to, you know, be a teenage father, you know, and and then I didn't want to turn into something out of Madonna's Papa Don't Preach. We will raise a little family. No, because, you know, then it would cut to like a decade later and I'm looking for dick on the Internet. I don't think so. Honey, are you looking for a job? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Harold. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be home at 9. Oh yeah. yeah. No. You know what I mean? Um Have you ever noticed people when they give you the stink eye? When someone give me the stink eye and then they actually talk to me and I thought, "Oh, Stink Eye Speaks, you know what I mean? A little of it you could you could smell the shade with a capital S H I T shit But you know it's Thursday Tomorrow is a proverbial Friday <sighs> Training training people get awards I don't want them you know what I mean? You shouldn't do things because you're gonna get a fucking award. Oops. Well unless you're it's an Academy Award. And then it has some merit. <laughs> um oh. The Super Ball Bowl. Adam fucking Levine. You know. That's why I think of him. I'm chewing him up and spitting him out. You know, I am in misery. There ain't nobody stopping me. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You know, why won't you just not do the Super Bowl? People are really fucking pissed at you. Oh, yeah. Oh, Adam, you really fucked it up. You really fucked it up. People are taking knees everywhere, and you're like, oh, let me take my shirt off. I don't think so. Um, God, Gene Kelly, you picked a hell of a time to start singing now. I don't want him on the show. I just don't. Because then it's copyright, and then the Gene Kelly people, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm, I'm a podcaster. I'm not entertainment tonight. I used to like that show Until you know um, Poor Mary Hart gave uh, Kramer On Seinfeld a seizure Or or something She did something to him with that voice You know um, Oh, Singing in the rain Binging in the rain Where's the remote to turn it down You know I hate when Dear DirecTV Are you listening to me I hate when your remotes fuck up And then I have to actually use the Samsung remote To lower the TV Even though The volume control is on the direct TV remote But it's not working I have to reprogram it Oh my god You know This is like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood Only a little dirtier So now I'm gonna light the candle It's a beautiful day With a candle Won't you fuck mine? Won't you fuck mine? I have always wanted to be like Stevie Nicks with Lindsey Buckingham, with you. So let's make the most of this candle today. Lesbians might as well scream your paparay. Adam Levine. Adam Levine, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck? Please, what the fuck? Please, what the fuck? Adam Levine. Yeah. You know, he he comes from money, so he doesn't really understand. Uh, oh, I understand. I love when they did Family Guy... And he's like, Brian, I'll blow my Adam Levine whistle. Hey, my voice isn't really that high. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, they did some kind of a star is born tonight on Will and Gracie's. Or as I like to call it, the Karen Walker show. And she sang the man that got away. Mm. Judy Garland herself right now is watching from heaven and going. Oh, good job, but don't tell Liza, yours is the better version, (coughs) I remember when Rufus Wainwright, and some people hate it, I actually liked it, did like a whole tribute album to Judy Garland's, you know, um, live album, so he did, you know, Rufus does, I think it was at Carnegie Hall, yeah, I was almost going to say the Palladium, but that's in London, and um Isn't it great that she you know, you can learn these geographical things through entertainers as a kid before going to the book? I mean, you know, yeah, you have the book, the teacher's like, Hey, we're gonna learn about geography today and you're like, hey. but then you remember, oh, yeah. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell, Liza Minnelli talked about playing the Palladium in London with her mother. And I thought, oh, the Palladium in London. You know, at least she said the Palladium. I'm not thinking, what? Is it in New York City? Is it here in town? Was Liza Minnelli actually in Northern California? Well, San Francisco, yes. Um, I couldn't picture Liza Minnelli in Sacramento, or Fresno, or Modesto. (laughs) Carol Channing was there, and today, today's episode is dedicated to Dolly herself. We're gonna, I mean, yo, you know, yeah, raspberries, raspberries, people, um, Okay, Carol Channing. Here today is bittersweet, people. Today is bittersweet. Carol Elaine Channing, born in Seattle, Washington, in on January thirty first, nineteen twenty one. She was almost ninety eight years old when she died. Um, just amazing. You know, Hello Dolly. I remember her in Alice in Wonderland, um, and Sesame Street. You know, she would sing to that snake. Oh, this is this is what I love about Carol Channing, right here. Raspberries! That's all she says is raspberries. <laughs> Say what the fuck Oh my god (sighs) As I watch Singing in the rain I'm remiss So we're gonna talk to Carrie We what we do is um, We seance a little Different now Carrie are you here Yes I'm here I'm glad that you brought me out for this Moment My mother Debbie Reynolds crying, staring at Jean Kelly. Those tears are fake, people, because she loved Jean Kelly at that moment. Her feet had bled. She would tell me, Dear, I would come home and finger myself each day after performing steps for singing in the rain and show this is a TCM moment with Carrie Fisher. Okay. Luckily, I put the right teeth in. So you can hear me enunciate. But yes. Oh, yes. And right now, Debbie is... It, it Reynolds is embracing Gene Kelly. All the while thinking about eating in the commissary. Gene would say, don't eat that. It'll make you fat. I want you light on, my, on your feet... So you can twirl, and that's it. So no fat eating. He fat shamed her. She was not fat at all. She was Debbie Reynolds. This is Carrie Fisher, and thank you for this moment, Dr. Seuss Podcast. And that's the Dr. Seuss Podcast. Giving it to Carrie Fisher, who is, I think, a comedy icon. And Singing in the Rain is over. Here's TCM. But we didn't pay to have um, Ben on. Yeah. Number 10, yeah. (coughs) So, the Doctor's News podcast is brought to you by Thursday, not Friday. Thursday you know before bed I'm kind of your typical male Tina Turner herself sang about it in you know the 80s and I have to have a little porn before bed you know so don't bother me and please don't group call me through um uh, FaceTime no I don't need that shit God forbid people hear me going, uh, uh, you know, but I like it when just one person calls me on FaceTime. Oh, you know, thankfully I'm not Carrie Fisher. Let me put my teeth in, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, or Elaine Stritch. I loved Elaine Stritch and her birthday is coming up. We're going to do a a Elaine Stritch tribute show. You know, when I think of someone who should have won an Academy Award, it's Elaine Stretch. Perfect timing in her old age. Hilarious. That's someone I wish was still alive today. She'd be almost 100 years old. She was 89 years old when she died. Born February 2nd, 1925 in Detroit, Michigan, died July 17th 2014 in Birmingham Michigan just a just a brilliant you know I loved her stories she talked about um I won't save this for the the episode because you know it's gonna be on there anyway I'm gonna play clips of Elaine we're gonna laugh we're gonna talk you know the ladies who lunch um uh, she talked about doing Dracula with Bella Lugosi. I'll, I'll briefly say this cause I don't want to ruin it and not save it for the next episode or uh, February 2nd, the February 2nd episode. And she was talking about, she says, Oh, you know, she says, I was with him when he had his 17th scotch. And the bartender said, Mr. Lugosi, you've had your last scotch. And he got up and he says, Thank you. Thank you. I will go somewhere else for my liquor. Come on, Elaine. And then she would talk about it. She says, yeah, you, you, you know, we were sitting there and he says to me, You know, I don't tell this to many people, Elaine, but if it weren't for Boris Karloff... I would have had a corner on the horror market. Yeah. That's my favorite story right there. She would tell all kinds of stories. Um, she tells one about George Abbott, who is a famous Broadway director. She told this to Ellen De- De- DeGeneres. But my favorite is the Sinatra story. And it I had it on the show maybe a couple weeks ago. Where she talks about... (laughs) She's there. Tony Curtis says to Sinatra, you know, this is your date. And Sinatra's like, what do you do? Oh, I'm in the theater. You know, this is Elaine Stritch. And she's young and blonde and cute. To Sinatra. That's how, you know, Sinatra was kind of like... And he says, you know, let me tell you something. People in the theater ain't going no place. And she looks at him and she says, well, you know, Mr. Sinatra, I've been wondering for years, where the hell do you think you're going? And he says, get her out of here. Get her out. Yeah. You know, I think that's when Sinatra was either drinking or just a raving lunatic. The late Rosemary Clooney. And I say Rosemary Clooney, not George Clooney's aunt. Because in this instance, Rosemary Clooney is the icon. Don't forget that. Her nephew used to live in the back house, okay? And worked his way up to George Clooney. But in that house, it was about Rosemary. And Rosemary, she loved Frank. But she wrote a piece years ago when Perry Como died. Where she said, you know... Frank was too crazy. You couldn't go to him. And uh, Dean had issues. She says, But Perry, you could go to him. He would sit you down. He was sweet and he would give you advice. Or Sinatra I, I can I can kind of understand now where she's coming from with that. Hearing the Elaine Stritch story, or and and then you know, and I'm not saying that Sinatra was a bad man. Even Lauren Bacall herself almost married Sinatra right after Bogart's death. But then she realized what a womanizer he was. No. You know what I mean? In the toupee. I think the toupee, you know, Bogie's toupee was different. Sinatra's, he just tried, oh, I don't wear a toupee. (laughs) Okay. That's like saying, you know. I don't go commando sometimes, come on Oh, it's built in (laughs) I don't know who I'm trying to fool there Um, yeah You know that old saying, you know who your friends are, people And you do You know, just like when they trade you up for a new family A new family I'm not going to name any names because I'm not Elia Kazan. Fucker. Um, but, yeah, and, the, and, it, and it hurts sometimes. But then you remember, you knew that person when they were different. You knew that person when they liked to come over to your family. Yeah. Or as Rebecca Dorme, 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 Dorme said in... The hand that fucked the... You know, whatever. Um, My family. That's the feeling I always got from certain people. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding around, you know. But no, it kind of bothersome. It's like, are you kidding me? Oh, and then all they talk about is so-and-so. And it's like... uh, The... You're acting like the the best thing since sliced fucking bread Let's get real here I know bullshit when I smell it And I smell it a lot You know, like when they they try to one-up Oh, so-and-so got the Nintendo Switch Oh, that's cute Yes, I don't think so Don't try to one-up Get it together, sweetie Okay, alright, okay. That's where when people say to me, Well, you know, you're a Sagittarius. Yes, I understand that. But you know, unlike some Sagittariuses, I'm not self-destructive. Been there, done that, I fucked it, I ate it, I smoked it. Uh, it's been done, okay? Oh, I hate it. <sighs> always making justifications for that and that gets a little old after a while you know so when people pass judgment on me i just think well you know i've got my bag of tricks bitch and tricks are for kids and i'm a grown-up kid so what the fuck do you got or as my good friend Susie orman would say I'm Sizzy Armin. what the fuck do you want? Do you really need that new house, honey? No! Get cut, love, and a nice little bungalow somewhere else. Yeah! Denied! This is the Dr. Zeus Podcast on Thursday. I know, it's not as fun as you wanted. Hey, blame the burrito from, um... Is it Del Taco or El Torito? No. One of those places. It was okay. It was good from the top, but the bottom, I was just like, no. It lost its luster. So, this is the Dr. Seuss podcast Unfuckable Pleasant Dreams. Good evening. This is the late night edition. Of the Dr. Zeus podcast After hours Now remember If you want to get a massage A special massage Then you need to get Soul Release And if you don't know what Soul Release is It's just a little rub and tug You know I remember first hearing about those through the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Thankfully, we didn't have to see Will getting the rub and the tug. But I know that the massage therapists decided to open their robes. And it was crazy. Yes, we even got to see Uncle Phil's boobs. But anyway, here we are. The late night edition of the Dr. Zeus Podcast. Usually around this time. I'm watching Noir Alley. Noir Alley on TCM. Classic cinemas. And the other day they did play Devil in a Blue Dress. But we didn't get to see Denzel fuck. Because that's not the kind of a mystery he wants besides, I've already seen his ass in Malcolm X Part 2, Shower Sessions. So here we are. It's been a very interesting night. I had a margarita. It was fabulous. Did I want another? No. But I don't know about you. When it comes to a margarita, I have to have it. With Mexican food Now not everyone else agrees with me on that But there's nothing like Biting into a nice Crunchy chip And drinking a nice Wet Cold Juicy Margarita And I'm talking like this Because this (laughs) is the late night crowd Those of you who like to light up Have a few of those gummy bears that are specially made. And getting that stogie lit. The blankets are on top. It's warm. It's cozy. But right now I'm driving and it's foggy. Basically, some who want to leave California aren't thinking realistically Oh, well, the snow and the fog. Well, there's no snow here, unless you live in the Sierra Nevada. But there is fog. Which would you rather have, fog or snow? Those of you who are around snow right now, you'd probably prefer the fog. Oh, it's California, fucking in the sun. Yes, but we don't all fuck in the sun Or we'd all have well big tans It's tame perfect, (laughs) y'all But we're not gonna add that to the late night edition You know, Sinatra once said it best It's a quarter to three There's no one in the place Except you and me and the third So set him up, Joe Because copyright is really a fucking bad way to go I love that song One for my baby and one for the road And right now I'm on the road It's late night Editions Quiet No music Because I'm doing the podcast And all my music is on the phone Iron Maiden Deftones Tool And even a little Slayer (laughs) Yeah So what are you doing right now You're probably baked Watching Gremlins And laughing your ass off Because it's in the middle of January And you're watching Gremlins Which is a Christmas fiasco And dreaming of tacos I love how people say Oh I don't like those shows with all the sex And the violence That's the beauty of cinema Sex and violence Even the Scissor Sisters Have a song called Sex and violence Copyright will fuck you Yeah You gotta love them They're very wet Very kind of You know Let's have a kiki Not the kiki That everyone gets out of their fucking car And starts dancing Which is very dangerous You don't do that with moving Machinery Machinery Right now, I'm driving, and it's late. It's midnight. There's not a lot of fog in the country. But, you know, if you've ever seen Three's Company, and who couldn't? Jack Ritter and his bitches. Yes. You know, as a kid, I always wondered why three, two women would live with that man. But then, you know, as I got older, oh... That's what Three's Company is about Yeah The Ropers, I love the Ropers Stanley Uh, That's what I thought of it Ah, here's the fog As you enter the country limits It's like something out of Dolly Parton's vagina White and foggy Oh, my code of colors and pussy flavors. Just think. What if Dolly's biggest hit hadn't had been I Will Always Love You? What if it had been My Pussy So Foggy You Could Lick It Forever Like Cotton Candy? Whitney Houston doing that. And you know, she was... Whitney was not a stranger to Bush. We're not talking about George W. Bush. We're talking about Bush 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 this is the dr zeus podcast late night editions we'll be back after these fucking messages